Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. People want to beat me up. And I know this because sometimes I go in the comment section of videos that I make and there are guys and girls there saying, man, this bought a hole. He pisses me off so much, I want to punch him in the face. Then I have a little bit of a cry. It's just my day to day. As it turns out though, being a member of the human race means there's loads of people that want to give you a kicking, even if your name is Vincent Kennedy McMahon. So my name is Time for What Culture. Thank you for joining me at these seven wrestlers wanted to beat up Vince McMahon for real. Why? Here's why. We shall start at the start, otherwise this is gonna become very, very confusing, and I will give you a nice obvious one just to bed you in, because in at number seven, is Bret Hart. And it is now the most overtalked thing in all of professional wrestling, but back in November 1997, Vince McMahon did indeed screw the Hitman out of the WWF title. And really, when you look at it now, and when you looked at it back then, this completely breaks the premise of what professional wrestling is built upon. It was all because Hart was about to go to WCW and Vince was terrified that he may take the belt with him, even though during this period, both companies were embroiled in like really, really aggressive lawsuits all about copyright infringement. So there was no way that World Championship Wrestling was gonna go, ha, 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 yeah, bring that title over here, because somebody would have kicked their ass. And of course, this all did explode backstage afterwards, because Bret Hart went and had a shower, and he instructed Vince McMahon, if you are still in my locker room by the time I get my wet ass out of here, I am gonna punch you in the face. And given that he did get out of the shower, and he did towel himself off, and Vince McMahon was still there, he walked over, Punched him right in the face. You can see the aftermath of all of this if you do go and watch the Wrestling With Shadows documentary, which you should watch because it's brilliant. And yeah, this is probably the most famous occasion where the boss was ever smacked right in the skull. And also kind of amazing that years and years later, Bret the Hitman Hart would come back to the WWE. I mean, honestly, I was around for all of this and I never thought it was gonna happen. So how they ever shook hands, I do not know, but that didn't happen with entrant number six. Nails. We shall go back to SummerSlam 1992 for this one, where Nails, or Kevin Wachalt, I don't pronounce his name, was successfully able to defeat Virgil, who of course was at one time Ted DiBiase's servant. I mean, my gosh, talk about bad taste. After this, Nails went back to tormenting the big boss man, because that's why his character had debuted in the company. He was an inmate, and he had decided the big boss man was a bad policeman when they were both in jail. So here he became a wrestler in order to beat him up. Don't think about it, because it doesn't make any sense. Even more so because Nels decided to wear his prison outfit when he did compete, 
as if that was gonna help him. And four months after this, as he was, I don't know, walking around the place, he heard that SummerSlam 1992 had actually been quite successful, so he wasn't very happy with his payoff. He then decided to hunt down Vince McMahon, and this would be the equivalent of you in your job, just kicking your boss's door in and going, give me more money. And when McMahon said no, if you can believe it, Nails took his hands and he started to choke him. Witnesses even said that Vince started to turn blue, but do not forget the witnesses were wrestlers, so we can't really trust 100% of the things they're saying. And by the time WWE officials ran in there to split the whole thing up, Vince McMahon looked at Nails and went, oh, by the way, you're fired. The police were also called because you're not allowed to do this no matter where you are. And soon after this, Nails would appear in WCW as the prisoner. I mean, flub off. Oddly too, it's not always against Vince McMahon wishes when he is beaten up, and that sentence makes absolutely no sense. But look, here's my example, number five, Kevin Owens. Now it is the behind the scenes part of the story that is absolutely gonna blow your mind, but way back in 2017, Kevin Owens was indeed feuding with Shane McMahon. And after Shane McMahon had attacked Kevin Owens, Shane O'Mac got suspended, and Owens was like, <laughs> I'm now gonna sue you and your family. Vince didn't care about any of this though, called Kevin Owens to the ring, told him he was gonna fight his boy in a hell in a cell, and after he had prodded the bear one too many times, KO took his head and went kabloing, and he smashed Vince McMahon right in the head. And if when you saw this or when you see it today, you go, well, that didn't look very fake, it's because it wasn't fake at all. Because yes, backstage, Vince had said to Kevin, you hit me as hard as you possibly can. And if you don't, there's gonna be a lot of trouble. So it's no wonder that Vince McMahon got busted open. And this is as real as you can get when you do have two dudes who have agreed to beat each other up. But Vince McMahon was like 72 at this point. I will never get my head around it. And then we move on to Animal next. I'm not talking about the dude from the Muppets. That would be way too strange for all of us. I am talking about one half of the Road Warriors in at number four. Thankfully, this one didn't get violent because I think Animal would have absolutely killed Vince McMahon. And it all revolved around the fact that they were called the Road Warriors. Because when WWF signed them, McMahon said to both he and Hawk, you know what? I know you've kind of been famous elsewhere, but I don't think that Road Warriors name is as popular as you think it is, so let's change it. Now this was absolutely bonkers because the term Road Warrior Pop had become a thing because they got such big evasions, and understandably, Animal was absolutely livid about this, and as he admitted in later interviews, he cornered Vince McMahon. He was like, what up, brah? What are you doing? Animal also mentioned that he was getting really pissed off if they weren't going to be able to come to an agreement. And thankfully, the Road Warriors did say, well, why don't you call us the Legion of Doom? Vince McMahon said, well, that sounds great, pal. And nobody had to be kicked in the groin. Honestly, just go and listen to Animal talk about it. He definitely was thinking about booting this man right in the groin. Also, thankfully, the WWE creative department didn't come up with this because they would have called them like, the pavement combatants, because that's just what they did. So that would have been a very bad thing. And talking about bad things, number three, Mark Henry. A story that Henry himself brought up again recently, this actually started as a prank. Because when he went to the ring for a dark match, everybody in the back thought it'd be really funny to keep playing different wrestlers' entrance music, but nobody actually walked down the rampway. So Mark Henry would be left in the ring going, well, what the hell is going on? So the idea was to wind him up, but my word, I don't think anybody expected him to flip off the handle because he got on the microphone, he pitched a fit, he told someone to come out here and sort this out. And when they didn't, he marched to the back. And when he realized that everybody had ditched him and gone home, he started destroying equipment. Henry himself even said that if McMahon had been around, he wasn't sure what he was going to do. And he was so upset by this, 
he quit the company. Thankfully, he was talked around, and the end game to all of this was telling Mark Henry, hey, if you show this kind of aggression in the ring, you may become a big star. And this was how he became the Hall of Pain persona. I won't lie though, none of this makes any sense to me, because it's not that funny of a prank, and I think you can get to this end game far quicker than we did. So it all just sounds really, really weird, as does number two with Kofus Kingston. Because this story has been told time and time again, but it never makes any sense. Because when Kofi was basically a rookie and was flying on a jet as the WWE locker room went on a tour, Vince McMahon walked past him and went, maybe one day you're going to get over. Kingston must have been crushed too, because as a young guy, he probably thought, oh great, there's the kiss of death. But actually, this was his boss sending him a verbal challenge. Confirmed by Chris Jericho, who told Kofi, you better go and confront him, otherwise he'll never respect you. Kingston had to get in Vincent Mann's face and say, have you got a problem with me? And then after a few seconds of silence, Vinnie Mac tackled Kofi Kingston and they started to brawl on an airplane. After the scuffle, Vince just got up, laughed and walked off like this is exactly what he wanted. And I don't understand any of this on any level. And Kofi Kingston has talked about this, Chris Jericho has talked about this, like it was just an everyday occurrence. And what if nobody else has heard? Who in their right mind would go, oh, it's time for me to go and beat up the boss? I mean, honestly, WWE is a really, really bizarre place. And continuing this on, number one, Kurt Angle. Now there is a couple with Angle, but the first is almost identical to the Kofi Kingston one, because once again, as everybody was on a jet, Vince McMahon got bored and thought, well, Kurt Angle is an Olympic gold medalist. Maybe I'll just try and take him down. But he tried to do this so many times. At one point, Kurt Angle turned to Chris Jericho again and went, are you kidding me? Because he could not believe that the boss of this multi-million company wouldn't stop. The best part of this too is when The Undertaker woke up from his nap and just saw Kurt Angle attacking Vincent Mann. So he jumped on him and tried to choke him out. And this is another reason why maybe, just maybe, it's not a good idea. Zoom forward a few more years though, and this one was far more serious. Because as Kurt Angle was dealing with a hell of a lot of personal problems, he admitted on his podcast that he used to ring Vince McMahon and be like, Vince, if you don't call me back, I can't be held responsible for my actions, or in short, I'm going to find you and I'm going to beat you up. Kurt also went on to say that this was a dark time for him and he massively regrets it now. But what the hell would have happened if he had followed through on all this stuff? Because while I'm sure Vince McMahon is a little bit of a tough guy, ain't nobody but nobody taking down Kurt Angle. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.